Have you ever wondered if our society knowingly or unknowingly celebrates narcissism? Does it seem like it's put up on a pedestal and people are like, whoa, this is really good. Let's have more of this in our society and in our life. Maybe you see that particularly in politics. Maybe you see that in the, the movie, in the entertainment industry. Maybe you see that in the church that you go to where narcissism is put up on a pedestal, is celebrated. Do you actually see this? How does it actually show up in your life? As we go through the video today, I, if you resonate with different pieces or if there's pieces I'm, I'm missing or leaving out, by all means, leave a comment down below. Let us know what you're seeing, how society celebrates narcissism just in your world, in your environment. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel, the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the Escape Toxicity Challenge that you can get at escapetoxicity.com to help you start to move forward and breaking free from narcissistic abuse. What that actually looks like is you understanding it, you having boundaries, you actually understanding the formula of how to break free, letting go of the guilt and shame that still control you or still hold you of like, why have I been in this? Why am I still in this? All those different pieces want to be able to help you move forward in your healing process. So check that out, escapetoxicity.com. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, or review. We're trying to help more people understand narcissism and how it affects and so we're going to dive in talking about society, what that actually looks like. So when we think about narcissism, probably the first thing that pops up for most people is the whole like selfie culture, okay? Like the obsession with self. Like I have to be first and foremost, like I have to look a certain way. I have to add 27 filters to make sure I appear a certain way. We normally think about like the narcissist being like so self focus. Now, oftentimes people get this confused of thinking it's self-love. They're like, oh, I just love myself so much. When in reality, the majority of time, it's more like self-hate. And the reason why it's that way is it's like, I don't like myself. So I need to change or appear or put up a mask, a different version of myself to the world so that I appear a certain way. So I look a certain way. So I feel better about myself. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And so oftentimes you'll see this in the selfie culture. I don't really like that terminology, but it is what it is, okay? But like the culture of like, let me constantly be portraying myself to the world. It's like this need to capture and share images of ourselves in like highly curated and oftentimes in a very self-centered manner. And oftentimes it's seen as this endorsement of like, I am so important. Look at me. Is it always that way? No, it's not always that way. But a lot of times that is the gist or that is the idea of how it comes across. And so you'll see a lot of times where this whole aspect of like self-importance and selfie aspect of like, let me snap a bunch of pictures of myself. That's typically what people think of when they think of narcissism. Unfortunately, narcissism is way more than that. Like that is like super, super surface level that a lot of times isn't even narcissism at all. Um, but when we talk about narcissism, and I'm not going to dive into all of that because we've done a ton more videos, so go watch some of the other videos, okay? But but a lot of that aspect becomes way more abusive than it does just taking a picture of themselves, okay? So the more that people try to do this, the more it kind of perpetuates this in society of like, oh, maybe this is narcissism. Maybe this is the culture that we're actually growing. This trend can inadvertently validate narcissistic tendencies. 
Oftentimes it promotes this shallow focus of like, well, this looks good to people. This is how people want to be seen. This is the image that people want to see. And oftentimes people do this like knowing like if I look or act a certain way, I'll get more validation. I'll look better or I'll fix my self-esteem. I'll fix some of the things that might be wrong with me. So there's a different pieces that are going around here. But oftentimes it's promoting shallow focus just on appearance. You see this all over with all types of types of social media where people are gravitating towards images that a lot of times are not real, okay? But they're looking at this personal image, uh, this appearance, everything like that, rather than deeper, more meaningful aspects of life, okay? The other aspect is the pursuit of fame. And let's talk a little bit about like celebrity culture, okay? Are we all stars? Like, does everybody get like this, this aspect of like, hey, I'm so amazing, I'm so great? Society's fascination with fame and celebrity culture is an aspect that raises questions about celebrating narcissism, right? There's so many people that show and exhibit narcissistic tendencies that are celebrated, okay? Think of it this way, like the relentless pursuit of stardom, of like, I need to look and act and be this way at any cost, like regardless. It encourages people to prioritize their own image, their own interests over everybody else. Really, it's this aspect of like, hey, I'm going to show pride and I'm going to get what I want. Like the entitlement and the pride piece go hand in hand when we're talking through this aspect. Um, think of it, for instance, like you you might watch different like reality TV shows or you might see just reality TV shows that oftentimes there's at least a couple of people in there that exhibit narcissistic tendencies. And what happens? People gravitate towards that. Why? Because it's drama, okay? Because it's conflict, and that's what people want to see. That's what all all video, all all movies, all like anything with a plot has, you know. Uh, and it's all scripted out. Like the majority of it is so scripted out, it's ridiculous. But people are like, oh, but it's entertainment, so I want to watch it, okay? But this whole aspect of like, oh, let me watch the person that's so self-absorbed. Oftentimes, even judging that person for being so self-absorbed. But the manipulation, the desire for attention, all these different things, and everybody's like, whoa. And you see this actually actually happen out more and more that someone's like, if this person's more narcissistic on TV, they actually get more airtime. It's interesting how that works. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. You're like, well, I don't know if that's the case. Well, there's a lot of reality TV shows out there that have it. Bachelor, Bachelorette, a bunch of others. I don't even know all of them because I don't watch them because I don't waste my time with it, okay? But anyways, dumping in, uh, the glorification of narcissist behavior can send the wrong message to impressionable minds. Most of the society that watches TV, okay? All right, so then number three, moving on. Social media in the cult of likes and followers. And we start chasing not just the selfie aspect, but the validation game, the validation of like, oh, this person liked my post. Oh, this person did this. Okay, I remember like early on, like growing social media, it was like, oh, this is cool. We just passed a thousand. We just passed 5,000. We just passed 10,000. And after we got so far up in social media, even though I'm like small compared to a lot of other creators, like I stopped caring. And I realized how it affected me when I stopped caring. It released so much pressure. It released so much of like, oh, but what about this? 
I remember there's really only like probably like one or two times that I remember things on social media that I'm like, oh, this. And one of them was like early on when Lee Hammock, mental illness, like liked one of my reels and then friend friend requested me. Because at that time I was like, whoa, you know, he was like like the big the top dog, biggest guy. And I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Um, and we're like great friends now and it's been amazing. But like I remember that one moment, right? Uh, but then after that, there was a lot of times where I just stopped caring. And not that I stopped caring about the content or the message or the people that I was connecting to, but I stopped loving the comments and the likes and the views affect me. Uh, there was a while ago that, uh, for instance, like TikTok went through this whole like algorithm change and everybody's like freaking out of like, I don't have the views, all this kind of stuff. And I got to a place where I was like, so what? I don't really care post the same amount of videos, do the same amount of stuff, continue the same amount of things because I'm like, the message is still going to go out. And even if it goes out and only one person views it, that might be the one person that actually needs it. Anyways, that's a side note because oftentimes the reason why I'm saying this is oftentimes people get to a place of like my validation comes from your comments, your likes, your views, and it doesn't. I'm glad that I'm able to communicate and help people in this way, but I don't get my validation off of if you give me a thumbs up on a video or not. Okay. But this digital age has introduced this whole new way for narcissistic behavior to flourish, especially on social media platforms. You see a lot of people that are very obsessed with this, obsessed with the likes, the followers, the comments, and it turns into a relentless validation game, oftentimes propping up a fragile ego, so narcissistic in nature, and people sometimes measure their worth by the number of online interactions they receive. I'm be I feel better about myself because all these people like me. I feel better about myself because they're reaching out. I feel better about myself because of X, Y, and Z. The constant craving for this external validation can fuel a lot of narcissistic tendencies. Does that mean they're fully narcissistic? No, not necessarily. It just might be narcissistic tendencies. Okay, But as the people become more and more focused on building the online persona than genuine, authentic connections with people, you're going to see more narcissism rise and more connections actually fall apart because people aren't really concerned about talking to people, having deep conversations that actually help people move towards transformation. Then you also have the piece of just success. And success oftentimes in society becomes this obsession of like, I have to achieve, I have to do the things I need to do. And oftentimes in today's success obsessed society, accomplishments are often glorified at the expense of personal values and at the expense of relationships. Like the pressure to actually achieve, to be in one's career and have certain financial status or have certain social standings or all of these different aspects can encourage these narcissistic traits as well. And oftentimes it might look like the competitiveness that brings into arrogance and leads into a lack of empathy that oftentimes is like, let me step on you to be able to get to the next rung because I don't care about you. Now, just because a person's competitive doesn't mean they're narcissistic, okay? But what we're saying is sometimes pieces will go hand in hand. So you have to evaluate the whole picture, not just one particular piece. But oftentimes it'll lead in culture, culture to being something of like the end justifies the means. He got that raise. It didn't really matter that he stepped on five people to get it. Like he got that promotion. It doesn't really matter if he hurt someone along the way. Like all it means is like, hey, I need to get to where I need to get. That's it. All right. So anyways, part of this is just understanding like navigating narcissism in society, like it's only going to get worse. 
There's not this amazing like, wow, it's magically going to get shifted. All of our society is pushing people more and more towards narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder, narcissistic tendencies of being self-absorbed. Like the whole aspect of narcissism oftentimes is celebrated. Doesn't mean that it defines you, but it does mean as a society, a lot of it is going that direction. But it's in your power to actually be able to challenge these norms, promote healthier values of empathy, authenticity, and compassion. I want you to be able to establish how this works and how you move forward in your healing. To be able to dive deeper into some of these insights, I wanted you to consider joining the 7-Day Challenge, Escape Toxicity, for $7 at escapetoxicity.com. If you want more personalized support and guidance and more of the option of working me in an accelerated environment, you can go to rawmotivations.com. If you haven't had a chance, don't forget to subscribe because together we can help people navigate more of the complexities of narcissism in our society and work towards more of a balanced and empathetic society that we can actually show up in helping other people heal, grow, change, and develop.